Welcome to another uh, video or podcast if you're listening on Spotify or um, iTunes. This is another uh, session just on immunity and diving deep into how we can use herbal medicine, uh, nutrition, and um, trying to avoid certain foods that can damage immunity. So these are the three elements, the foundations that we're going to discuss today. So that uh, this is basically a following video from last last video from uh, immunity part one this is immunity part two so if you were listening or watching last week this is a following video from that um, so if you haven't uh, seen that one I would highly encourage you to go see that one first because that gives you a foundation of good uh, how to build a good immunity so this is going even more deep and learning about uh, how we can use some tips and tricks uh, through nutrition, herbal medicine, and immune, um, foods that should be avoid, uh, avoided uh, to boost our immunity. So let's dive in. Uh, the first thing I want to discuss is herbal medicine. Herbal medicine is uh, in the sense that um, not particularly, uh, it can be, it's basically a part of your diet. So uh, it's not like a medicine medicine. Uh, it's not like it doesn't have any contradictions or anything. Uh, it's just it's just a root um, so basically the root we're going to look at today is turmeric uh, turmeric powder is one of the most crucial uh, herbs or spices if you want to call that spices that can improve your uh, immunity because it has a certain um, chemical constituent called curcumin uh, that is there are only two two um, basically two things in the world that hold curcumin uh, one of them is turmeric so we are very lucky to have turmeric now widely available globally uh, and everybody has access to it very easily so we should use this essentially to our benefit and I know there's a big hype around turmeric uh, but that hype is actually uh, it, it is justified um, in terms of the benefits that we get from um, having turmeric powder in our daily diet so it cleanses the blood, detoxifies the body, protects brain cells, increases cognitive function, boosts immunity, um, like we discussed, and also improves vitality. It also strengthens ligaments, and if you apply it on heels, uh, sorry, if you apply it on um, wounds, they actually heal very fast because of the curc curcumin um, constituent in, and also antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal um, constituents in turmeric powder also it supports skin health so if you're dealing with any kind of acne or saggy skin or there's not enough elasticity then definitely um, just applying turmeric um, on your skin with some water or um, any kind of liquid form uh, that would dilute turmeric powder then it's very beneficial even if you apply honey and turmeric together uh, on your skin they're very beneficial um, so yeah uh, there's just some tips um, from not really to immunity though. So let's further look into how to take turmeric. So in the last video, I discussed how you can take turmeric powder. Uh, this is just a refresher basically uh, in a glass of warm water and your second glass when you wake up in the morning you should essentially have um, a glass of warm water and then in your second glass you should you can have turmeric powder um, ensure it's organic just so we can get all the benefits we can. A half a teaspoon and with one teaspoon raw honey 
just in warm water and then you can drink it sip by sip. Um, you can also add a pinch of black pepper if you like, just to absorb uh, the curcumin better. And then coming down to uh, another um, good drink you can make at home. Uh, this is a homemade immunity drink. Uh, this is very powerful in terms of boosting your immune cells in your body uh, so they can get re-energized and rejuvenated to improve um, to improve your protection against viruses and bacteria. So turmeric, uh, for this immunity drink, you can uh, simply have a uh, mix in, in a glass of warm water, uh, one teaspoon turmeric, one teaspoon raw honey, a pinch of black pepper, freshly squeezed lemon, so half a lemon or uh, one teaspoon lemon uh, juice is perfectly fine, and one teaspoon ginger juice. So you can simply grate the ginger and then squeeze the juice out of the ginger. So grate it and then squeeze it out. Uh, that's how you can extract the ginger juice. Ginger is highly anti-inflammatory. So again, same thing with turmeric. It's highly anti-inflammatory. Um, improves, basically what happens is, due to a lot of inflammation in the body, we get a lot of pain and this uh, the more we eat anti-inflammatory foods, the more easier it is for the cells to move, the more easier it is for the blood and oxygen to move around the body so they can go to the places they need uh, with a lot more ease. So yeah, you can, and you can also add to this drink um, four to five leaves of freshly, um, freshly picked holy basil if you like. It's, uh, it's optional, so if you don't have access to holy basil, which is Tulsi in Hindi. Uh, if you don't have access to that, then it's okay. You don't have to add that in. So uh, just a recap to the recipe. One teaspoon turmeric, one teaspoon raw honey. You can, if you want to start off, you can start off with half a teaspoon of turmeric and then move on to one teaspoon because one teaspoon can be very potent. Uh, so yeah, I would highly recommend building it up slowly. So yeah, uh, one half a teaspoon turmeric, one teaspoon raw honey, a pinch of black pepper, one teaspoon freshly squeezed lemon juice, one teaspoon ginger juice, and optional, this is optional, uh, four to five leaves of holy basil, just to give that extra upgrade uh, to, to boost immunity. Right, so you mix, the, mix all these ingredients in a warm glass of water and uh, simply enjoy it. It's actually very taste, it's, it's good, it, it satisfies your taste buds because basically the ginger uh, helps to give it a kick so you would enjoy drinking this um, homemade drink so yeah that was the herbal medicine it was not a type of herbal medicine come on it but um, again it's a part of your diet so it is kind of it's it's kind of herbal at the end of the day you're taking an extra extra thing which is natural um, to help your immunity right so now coming down to foods that damage your immunity Foods, uh, so it's, I personally believe it's more important to know the foods that should be avoided than to know the foods that actually benefit because the issue with, especially nowadays, is that we have a lot of toxins in our environment and due to a lot of food as well, we kind of build up those toxins in our body and then slowly over time it compounds and then we, we, we basically become very prone um, to getting sick or a lot of illness or disease, right? So it's important to, because of that extra 
uh, toxic environment that we are living in at the moment, uh, we should aim to at least eliminate the foods in our diet uh, that will further uh, damage our immunity. So it's just taking responsibility for our health, you know. I guess that's that's the main thing uh, we have to focus, especially people have now realized uh, in today's day and age, uh, the time we're living in. So yeah, uh, so sugar um, is one of the first... Uh, Basically, it's very common. It's Everybody knows this, that white sugar or brown sugar, they're both the same. Uh, it's just marketed differently. That, that That's why uh, we kind of fall into the marketing trap. But they're both the same. They don't digest easily. So we have to understand that eliminating sugar, anything that doesn't digest in our body, we should essentially eliminate it because it will bloat you up. And uh, anything that is un- undigestible simply stays in the body, creates toxins, clogs up the blood uh, arteries, and creates blockages and then uh, suddenly we realize we have high cholesterol, we've got diabetes, heart disease and then um, premature death. So that's a consequence of having sugar and if not having sugar but having foods that are undigestible. We should aim to eliminate all those foods that are undigestible. I know it's for taste purposes so this is why keeping a balance is good. Um, So sugar. You, keeping a balance is important, so you have we have to aim to at least eliminate sugar, any kind of processed foods or sugar-contained uh, food, and the white sugar that we have in our home, especially that we should eliminate it. And we can we it's 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 about creating a balance. So it's not about restrictions. Restrictions. But we should aim to create a balance. It's perfectly fine to have cheat days once or twice a week. All right. If you're having if you're working out, you know you're. Um, doing you're going to the gym you're doing a lot of exercise so definitely it's okay to have uh sugar once or twice a week but if you're not doing any of those or you're just having a very um very lazy lifestyle then essentially we should avoid sugar because it will damage your immunity over time skin acne on the skin is is the main cause the main cause of acne is sugar uh, because it simply creates inflammation in the body and because we are trying to reduce the inflammation if we don't eliminate the inflammatory foods then essentially the the effect of the anti-inflammatory foods won't have won't work basically so we have to aim to eliminate those foods just so the foods that we are eating that are anti-inflammatory like turmeric can do their best um, part right so Coming down to cold foods. Cold foods is another one. So it's all about conserving your energy at the end of the day. Viruses and bacteria don't thrive in a heated environment. We have to aim to have foods that are warm and kind of at room temperature. Cold foods and cold water especially uh, we should avoid because I've also discussed in my YouTube video is simply because... The body is 37 degrees and you're pushing down cold food or cold cold water, uh, which is around 5 to 10, 5 to 10 degrees. Or even even if you're going out of the freezer, you're taking ice cream, that's even, even in the worst category of cold food. So I'm not saying ice cream is bad. It's perfectly fine. Like I said, heck, you create a balance, have it once or twice a week, but not on a continuous basis every day. And especially not in winters have ice creams only in summers because that's when you actually need it. Uh, So yeah, this is the things we have to kind of look at when it comes to good immunity and good health. At the end of the day, the immunity is the first and last line of defense. And if we don't 
if we don't protect, if we don't help our immunity, then definitely we will we will fall sick. And this is the cause that we are going through at the moment in this um, pandemic is simply because um, we haven't taken care of our... The reason why there are so many deaths is simply because we are not taking care of our immunity. If we take care of immunity, nothing can harm us, right? So eliminating cold foods and now coming down to processed oils. Uh, basically, oils that are especially vegetable oils like palm oil, soybean oil, um, sunflower oil, canola oil, all these are highly refined, highly commercialized oils. Anything that you can that is commercially produced, basically, um, in a in a large scale, we shouldn't consume that because at the end of the day, that is it's going to create toxins, and it has been shown in so many reports that the processed oils, when they go into the body, they don't metabolize. It's very hard to metabolize. Yes, you can metabolize sugar, right? You can metabolize it by working out, burning those calories, but you cannot metabolize sugar. Sorry, you cannot metabolize oils especially refined oils like palm. So we should aim anything. So you see the problem is anything that is good for in the, for the environment is good for us. And anything that is bad for the environment like palm oil is bad for us. This is the beauty of nature. We should co work in coherence with nature. And the simplest way of looking at anything that is healthy for us is simply to see if nature has that. If nature doesn't have that, then we shouldn't consume it. So cold-pressed oils are one of the best options. Cold-pressed oils like coconut, um, peanut, sesame, um, and mustard oil are all good oils. Uh, cold-pressed oils is also in Hindi, if you want to call it. Cold-pressed is another version of kachigani. So kachigani oil um, is very good because that, that those were the oils that were used in ancient times, and that's where people stayed healthy. Um, so this is the aim of all these uh, videos and uh, podcasts that simply I want to I want to bring back the ancient living so that we can use ancient wisdom to our most benefit in today's life inculcate ancient wisdom because if you if you see that five, 50 to 100 years back people were healthy people had long lives people lived a good quality life and they didn't have any illness until they were 80 or 100 they they died naturally and this is the aim Basically, what I'm trying to do is focus on a life where we can live in freedom and not have a disease by using ancient wisdom and also today's evidence-based research so that we can create a life where our, the quality and the longevity is at its optimum. So, uh, to, so the foods to avoid in summary, sugar, cold foods, cold water, uh, processed oils. So these are the foods that we should, that damage the immunity. So we should definitely help our immunity once a week. Like I said, once or twice a week, you can have cheat days, perfectly fine, create that balance and you'll be healthy. So you can, yeah. And coming down to nutrition. So nutrition also let everybody knows plays a huge part, um, but this is even going further into nutrition from our last video or last podcast. Uh, we discussed how uh, we can use just have fruits and break fruits fruits and breakfast to boost our immunity. And um, this is going even further. What else can we add uh, to our diet in terms of nutrition? Uh, so sunlight um, is also it, it's a it's like vitamin D is always 
component of nutrition and sunlight is a huge player in building your immunity. So we have to understand that sunlight is the most purest. Um, it's still untouched today. So it's one of the most largest energy sources for all living beings. And if we don't, if we lack sunlight, if we lack vitamin D, we also lack a lot of other nutrients like calcium. Calcium doesn't absorb. A very simple science. If calcium doesn't absorb, absorb properly, then all of the other nutrients that reply, re, rely on calcium, they won't absorb as well. So our body works in coherence with sun and we should aim to at least have 15 to 20 minutes a day uh, of sunlight. So just in the morning, um, you can. The best time is is in the morning, and uh, in the in the in the afternoon you can also go. So in the morning, um, because the sun rays are light, you can definitely go out in the sun for fifteen to twenty minutes, just to get your daily top up of vitamin D, and you can also just in the if you like, you can go. If you don't have time in the morning, you can go in the afternoon, um, but ensure you keep consistent and ensure that whenever you feel um, like whenever you feel your skin is burning, then definitely just step out of the sense. That's simple. You can use your common sense very easy uh, just to because essentially if you feel that burn, if you feel your skin burning, then definitely it's a sign that you are getting more damage than repair, uh, more damage than benefit. So Whenever you feel some burns, just um, step out of the sun because that will... But you don't, again, too much of anything is bad. We have to be careful, especially um, in the regions where the um, ozone layer is not there. Uh, we have to be careful uh, for our exposure to sunlight when it comes to um, our skin health. So um, sunlight is one of those uh, main components. Um, always you can do it at intervals so you can do 10 minutes five minutes break five minutes break and go in the sun so you can always do intervals and then um, it's best um, to basically absorb sunlight at its best we can wear white um, because white through white the sunlight can travel through our clothes easily or bare skin and bare skin is best and we just want basically sunlight to move through the body easily and freely which is why wearing something light, like colors like white, or um, just having a bare skin would definitely help you to absorb sunlight better. And now coming down to vitamin C, this is also another part of, and everybody knows this, and this is why I didn't dive deep into because everybody knows that vitamin C is a huge component. But I, I don't have, I don't want to leave it out because, um, yeah, it's it's just one of those um components to immunity. So, uh, fruits, fruits and vegetables. Uh, again, we don't need to rely on supplements. It's one of those things that's marketed to us that we have to have supplements, but we don't because uh, vitamin C supplements have been shown uh, to actually, and this is research, it has been shown that it does lead to cataract in the long term. So we should avoid vitamin C too much. Again, everything is too much. We don't need, the body doesn't need a 1,000 mg, 500 mg of vitamin C. We only need the natural sources that the nature has for us okay so fruits and vegetables um if you have four um fruits in the morning and then if you have some two two vegetables in the evening you will get your sufficient vitamin c you, so you don't need too much right that's the, that's okay and the body can metabolize again everything comes down to metabolism if your body can't absorb vitamin c 
there is no use if you're having a thousand mg vitamin c and your body's not absorbing so then you're kind of just wasting your money on supplements which are not absorbing in the body properly and this is another component as well zinc now i want to talk about zinc is the because this is basically the carrier um so what happens is is zinc helps to basically it's got a lot of functions in the body it's a it's a it's a micronutrient, so we don't need too much of it. But if we lack it, even if we lack this micronutrient, then we will have a lot of diseases because what happens is the zinc basically coordinates and signals your cells to travel in the body uh, where they're most required. So if, for example, if you're having all the vitamin C right in the world, you're, if, you, if you don't have enough zinc in your diet, then there is your immune cells won't be able to signal each other, coordinate with each other, um, to go where it, it is required in the body. This is why zinc, this is why everything works in coherence. The body does does not look at this as a supplement, this is a certain nutrient, this is a certain nutrient that I'm getting more of, right? Everything works in coherence. Every single nutrient in the body relies on each other. So if you're taking any supplements, you're taking a lot of one supplement. And because of that, your body can become a little unstable because now you're getting too much of something and the other nutrients in the body are not getting too much or they're not getting enough, then there can be cer certain unstabilities and basically everything is just going to become unstable. So this is why we have to understand that we have to rely on nature for everything so that we can get everything we need from nature, right? So 166 plus enzymes um, require zinc to function. Right? Your immunity requires it the most. And coming coming even further going into zinc, so you, you can basically, you can have all the vitamin C, like I discussed, but if your cells are not working with each other, with, with each other, it's like, zinc is like a remote control, basically. Zinc controls, or helps to control and navigate certain, basically, your immune cells to work with each other to protect you. And if zinc is not there, then there is no remote control. There is no way for the immune cells to work with each other to protect you, right? So um, basically, zinc is required for a healthy DNA, cell division, multiplication, and growth. Pregnancy as well. Um, health, healthy skin and hair, healing of wounds, testosterone, and, and um, acne, focus, basically improves focus and cognitive function, right? Also, basically you now ask that, you will probably ask that what are the best sources for zinc? So pumpkin seeds, chickpeas, cashews, and dark chocolate. Um, these are one of the richest sources for zinc. And obviously if you have your normal day-to-day -day diet, whole foods, meat, uh, milk and milk products, all have zinc. So there's a, there is an abundance of zinc. Uh, we should just be able to absorb it at the end of the day, right? So yeah, I just wanted to give some light on zinc because some people, um, they look at just vitamin C as being the most important, but they don't look at zinc, that zinc is even actually more important than vitamin C when it comes to protection and immunity. So I hope this um, session helped. I guess we've come to we've come now to the end, and if you would like a copy of this mind map, the link is in the description. I hope you have a wonderful day, and um, stay protected, stay, take care. Um, and see you in the next video or the podcast. So yeah, now my um, podcast is finally available on 
uh, iTunes and a lot of other streams and sources, I think, even Google now. So yeah, check them out. And the link is in the description uh, for all the streams and my Instagram posts. And if you want to learn every day, you can go, go to my Instagram and check that out. I post every single day as usual on Instagram. Um, so yeah, have a wonderful day and I'll catch you in the next video.